The following podcast may contain spoilers, strong language, graphic violence, and nudity. Viewer discretion is advised. I thought you'd be bigger. Four guys and a movie. Four guys and a movie. Don't I, Brian Robert, you're reviewing movies for the show. Four guys and a movie. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing today? It's your host, Brian, today for 4AM Podcast. I'm here with my friends, Joe. Hello. Hello. We can't introduce ourselves. Oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Whatever. Well, it's too late now. Thunder's stolen. <laughs> Tony, what's up? Hey, everybody. Hi, Brian. And I'm Brian. Um, so we are three of us today. Three amigos. We're rocking out. Um, kind of amped up for the movie that we watched today. It was uh, Roadhouse. Roadhouse. not be. I mean, Roadhouse. Rob was a little sick, and Will somewhere doing his thing. So uh, tonight, today's just a three. So um, yeah. Uh, I think Will got so inspired, he is actually bouncing at a bar now, whether they want him to or not. He's just in there <laughs> fighting people and throwing them out. Yeah. Is it the double decker? Yeah, it's the double decker. Uh, so what what um what are your your experiences with, with this movie fellas uh joe so this is my first time actually seeing this movie all the way through i've only seen parts of it and it wow. sort of had this kind of legendary mystique that i've always been curious about but i've just never got the opportunity to see it and uh yeah so that's that's it <laughs> tony uh, yeah, I've seen this before, like, a long time ago. I think this might be the only time I saw it full, uh, fully through on its own. But this was one of the first movies that uh, they started riff tracks with. So I have seen that version <laughs> a couple times now. Oh, nice. Was this riff tracks or, um, oh, yeah, yeah, not MSD, 3K. Okay, my bad. Right. Well, I've seen this movie a bunch of times all the way through partially it was every time it was on usa or tnt i think those channels held it all the time uh, i had to sit, sit down and watch it um and uh yeah so i was excited to, to this was on the list for today so i'm happy about that uh tony uh you have some info about this movie uh yes uh it was directed by rodney harrington uh and i think we already mentioned or maybe we didn't uh came out in 1989 uh Rodney Harrington, the director, also did a bunch of stuff no one's really ever heard of. Uh, Jack's Back, The Gladiator, Striking Distance, A Murder of Crows, The Stick Up. A lot of, like, action movies that were probably direct-to-video or something. Although they do have big-name people in them. Wasn't, like, Uh, uh, The Stick Up, Jamie Foxx? I don't think so. I know Uh a couple of those had Cuba Gooding Jr. in it. Maybe that's what you're thinking of? Uh, but the original cut of this movie was apparently like three hours long or three hours wow. and 20 minutes wow. long. <laughs> yeah. So a lot got cut out. Uh, I mean, not enough. But... <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a lot of music in this movie, obviously, including two songs by Patrick Swayze himself. Hmm. Uh, we also get a, a little appearance in the beginning there. I don't know if you guys recognize the lead singer from uh, what, Tito's and nope. the Tarantulas from Dusk Till Dawn. Oh, oh no. yeah, yeah. I do now that you mentioned it. Uh, uh, apparently, Patrick Swayze did a bunch of his own stunts. Uh, his stunt coordinator thought he was really great, but he got his ass beat pretty hard doing this movie. <laughs> and got severely injured. Uh, and in fact, he got a severe near knee injury, which prevented him from doing other movies he was going to do to follow up this movie, including Tango and Cash and Predator 2. So, I mean, huh. that wasn't that uh, that big of a loss for him. Oh, even better, because instead he did Ghost. <laughs> so yeah. that's what he's oh. known for. <laughs> Have you guys seen that gif of um, the the love scene from Ghost where they're um, sculpting the uh, the pot, you know, on the turntable and he's like behind Demi Moore and it's supposed to be all hot? Well, somebody switched the pot with a cat. It's just, <laughs> just like the cat spinning around on a turntable. <laughs> I have not That's seen that. Good. I'll have to check pretty that out. Spectacular. Uh, also, as of 2015, they wanted to remake this movie with Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. which just no 
I, nothing against Ronda Rousey, but don't remake this movie. You cannot capture that lightning in a bottle again. Yeah, and uh, uh, it, it wouldn't. I guarantee you, it would not have the soul of this film. Oh no. Yeah. And apparently, uh, there was an off-Broadway production, at least as of 2003, for this movie. Well, based on this movie, entitled, mm-hmm. and bear with me on this, Roadhouse, the stage version of the cinema classic that starred Patrick Swayze, except this one stars Tomac from the 80s cult classic The Last Dragon wearing a blonde mullet. Okay. That's wait, the wait, title. Wait, wait. <laughs> that is the title. <laughs> um, I want to watch that. Yeah, yeah it, it, it did that. indeed uh, starred him uh, from Last Dragon. So, okay. Uh, yeah, that's this movie. Uh, you want to guess how much it cost to make? I'm going to uh, guess $30 million. Um, $20 million. Wow. It was $17 million. Uh, oh, wow. I figured they blew up a bunch of stuff, so... Yeah. <laughs> that was expensive, but this was the 80s, so... Yeah. And <laughs> so the rest of it... This was 89, I think they were... I was thinking the movie was starting to get more expensive, you know, just to make a film. Yeah. Well, a little bit. You weren't that far mm-hmm. off. Yep. Uh, Want to guess how much it made? Ooh, I have no idea if this movie did well or not. Um, $40 million. I'm going to say $35 million. It doubled its money. So close, Joe. It was $30 Uh million. Uh Uh I should have kept my first number. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was not considered a success. Uh, A lot of people were, you know, nominating it for the Razzies. Um, (laughs) It was it's dumb movie, but it's got a cult classic. Uh, It's got such passion for a dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Who's in this movie, Joe? Who is in this movie? Um, so you got this guy called Patrick Swayze as Dalton. Um, you got Kelly Lynch as Doc. Sam Elliott as Wade Garrett. Ben Gazzara as Brad Wesley. And Marshall R. Teague as Jimmy. Also, special shout out to Terry Funk as um, one of those, one of uh, Wesley's goons. The guy that he fires in the beginning. I think his oh, name yeah. was Morgan. Yeah. I'll, I'll... Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, also had a return to the podcast for Bigfoot. Bigfoot? Yeah. From Harry and the Hendersons? Uh, <laughs> if you want to go that way. but I mean, no, the guy uh, who played him? The No, the Bigfoot uh, monster truck was in this and Tango oh. and Cash. Oh, I didn't realize it was that specific one. Yeah. So I was going through the, the, the cast on IMDb earlier, mm-hmm. and um, the blonde hair girl that's like all hot for... for sorry. The, the first blonde hair girl that, that's like, I fucking Swayze. Yeah. She's she's in Point and Break, the one in the shower. that Oh, yeah. that's Denise? Yeah, that's her. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she's so no stranger to a bar brawl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so this movie, um, it's hard in the 80s. It's like... It's like the 80s, uh, like when the 80s was like, okay, I think we've gone a little too far into the 80s. <laughs> like It's like that level of the 80s. Like this movie brands its logo across a woman's ass as she gets out of her car to go into a bar. Um, and uh, yeah, we see, uh, I already forgot the guy's name. Oh, Tillman. Tillman, um, the owner of the Double Deuce, is going into this club um, in some city somewhere. I don't know if that was New York or whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, and this club's just like, there's money flying everywhere. Uh, there's, there's lots of TNA. Um, and, uh, there's Patrick Swayze getting stabbed by a dude and then just being <laughs> like, okay, that's fine. You can leave now. He takes it like a champ. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's no stranger to being stabbed. Hang on one second. That, that is adorable. Becca um, made a satanic <laughs> plushie. Aww. Yep. And it's adorable. Oh, What's his Becca. name or her name? Beelzesmoosh. Beelzeplush. <laughs> there you a, go. A, a new mascot then? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's his T. Okay, I see it. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if you heard any of that. Barely. Uh, there was an encounter with Christian nationalists that made her mad, so she rage sewed a demon plushie. Okay. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. 
That's why Nelson I love you, Becca. Says bye. <laughs> see, you see what happens one day without Robin Will and the devil shows up on this but thing. Immediately, <laughs> Satan is on the podcast. Immediately. <laughs> also, quick alert. Uh-huh. Uh, I was I was just trolling the, the IMDb cast list here, and apparently Keith David's in this movie? He is. He's, he's tending bar later for like a hot minute. Oh, oh that, shit, that, that was Keith David? David? Yeah, with the glasses. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> I was like, that was the the worst use of a Keith David yeah. I think I've ever seen. Well, yeah, he uh, didn't say anything. That's why I didn't recognize him. Yeah. So he only got money for being an extra? Is that... If you don't I don't know, because he's in the cre- the opening credit crawl. He shows yeah. up. So, like, I thought he was going to be, like, some guy they bring in to fight um, Dalton or something like that. Maybe so, in that in that three-hour cut, he was in it more. Yeah. Probably. Um, so... Yeah, we um we see uh freaking Patrick Swayze's character Dalton just gets uh stabbed in the uh you know with a knife by a man who also um had just cunt punted a woman off of a stool for some reason. And, <laughs> yeah, for well, like no good reason. In all fairness, she pulled a knife on him and okay. stabbed his money. Oh, that's right. She did stab his money. Yeah. So that's still not self-defense. I don't know. I don't um, know. I don't, it, but it happened. Yeah. No, yeah. I could be wrong, but I think he was trying to assume she was a prostitute and yep. she was not happy about that. And so he just kicked her. They don't say it. So, so, so we're just assuming it. Um, and then, yeah. So he, this guy stabs Patrick Swayze and they're like, let's take this outside. We'll fight. And um, then Patrick Swayze just goes back inside. And the guy's like, ah, fuck. I guess I'm outside now. Yeah. And that's it. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, so why do so many people draw knives on Patrick Swayze? It's a reoccurring thing in this film, and, like, all he does is he's like, hey, can you stop being an asshole? And they're like, I gotta pull a knife on you. Yeah, <laughs> immediately. And you think well, word would get around that you don't do that? No, but that's the thing. He's like, can yeah. you stop being an asshole? And they're like, no, I can't! Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's it. They're like, I'm just not able to. Um, so... Uh, this guy Tillman finds, uh, finds Dalton in the back and Dalton's just casually sewing his arm closed, uh, dealing with a knife wound. Like it ain't no thing. Um, and Tillman's like, yo, I'll give you whatever money you want. You got to come and clean up the double deuce Yo, outside Kansas guy, city. He asked for $5,000 up front, right? $1989. Yeah. And 500 bucks a night. Yeah. Yep. Yo, 500 like a night. Bucks. Yeah. yeah. People are working every day of the week, so that's, that's about $3,500 a week. Like, yo. Now, granted, he's getting stabbed. But, yeah. But he said, you cover all the, all the medical expenses. So he has his yep. own insurance now. So mm-hmm. he's, he's set. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's a temporary job. And I guess with the business it's going to bring in, I guess that's worth it. But yeah, that's that's a lot of money he's getting right there. So um, Dalton's like, all right, I'm out of here. He leaves the bandstand. Um, Dalton is not a man who likes to shop around. He's just like, when he decides something, he, he just takes his car, throws the keys to a random guy sitting on the corner. He's like, all right, it's all yours. I'm going to fire up my, whatever kind of car he had there. Was that like a BMW? I didn't see what it was. It was a Mercedes. Mercedes. Yeah. Right. Slam. Well, a cas- go ahead. Uh, that's the thing. He, he has his nice car that he's going to drive to wherever, you know, this yep. uh, Jasper What's a, whatever. Uh, the other one was just his beater car because he knows he's going to get shit on all the time. So, so he's going to get a new one of those when he gets there. My things with 80s cars, like, I can't tell what's a good one and what's a bad one because they all sort of <laughs> blend together to me. I'm just not that much of a car buff. So I'm like, all right, I guess that's a good car. I don't know. <laughs> um, and... Well, I mean, in the 80s, if it was American made, it probably was shit. Yep. Um, I mean, like, if it was from the yeah. 70s, America, 60s, 70s might be a better car, but in the 80s, America made shit. Yeah. Like, they just put out whatever. No, if it was uh, 60s or 70s, you could take that car to war. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But in the 80s, 80s car, that, that's, it's a piece of shit. Yeah. In, <laughs> but in general, Mercedes is considered a good car, and the Buicks yeah. are tanks. Yeah. They're yep. not good, but they will take a pounding. Yep. So, um,. Yeah, Dalton just gives this guy his car, and the guy's just like, all right, <laughs> just climbs out and in. And uh, Dalton slams a cassette tape into his Mercedes and drives off to the Double Deuce, and he's there before the song's over. <laughs> this movie doesn't do, doesn't do a good job of, like, showing time, how long things take. Yeah. It's like, the Double Deuce gets trashed 
every single night. The next time you see yeah. it, it looks brand new again. It appears oh, yeah. that the events of this film happen like over a long weekend. <laughs> Longer than like, that. They, yeah. they, re- they re- rebuilt the entire double loose. But what's but it's only there's only like night day transitions to go by. There's oh, no right. like there's no indication that any other time has passed. Right. Yeah, I swear to God, at one point I thought they were in a totally different place because there was no way to realize the Double Deuce had gotten that much nicer. Yeah, Yeah, just totally different. (laughs) Yeah, if you didn't remember what the front of it looked like, that was the only indication when he pulled up. It it looked different. Um, It suddenly became the Max from Saved by the Bell. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So the Max, it is not inside, however, um, as the Double Deuce is fucking harsh. There's just bikers everywhere. There's drug deals going down. People are fighting in the pool area. The stage um, is caged. Yep. <laughs> um, people are just throwing drinks at the band. Uh, waitress is getting groped. Um, <laughs> yep. 80s. <laughs> the cage um, on the stage, by the way, is terrible. Yep. I mean, it would it, not uh, be effective. It's, it's, it's got a, a lot of abuse. Yeah, it stops the bottles. Mm. Like, the bottles break and hit the band members, but it stops the, the actual bottle from hitting them. Yeah. Uh, so Which, I got to point out. I mean, I don't have to point out, but I'm yeah. going anyway. Um, <laughs> glass in the 80s? Oh, man, everything just shattered so easy. <laughs> like, <yeah>. well, it's <laughs> yeah. still like that now. At one point, at one point, they threw something, someone into the into the, the glass on, on the bar, mm-hmm. and one broke, and then they all shattered right afterwards. <laughs> I mean, it was the sonic boom of the Patrick Swayze uh, throw. Um, so, yeah, this Dalton guy just walks into the bar, just finds his favorite pillar and leans up against it. And um, he's immediately like this lady comes up to him, Denise, and she's like, oh, I'm, I got the hots for you. And then this other guy comes up to her and he's like, I'm just going to put some really bad moves on you. And then Terry <laughs> Funk comes up to that guy and is like, fucking dead. <laughs> it just like throws this guy through a table and starts beating his ass. He's a real goony motherfucker, yeah. too. Yep. Like, Terry Funk is just, like, he sees someone out of line and they're getting a body slam or or something, like, um, then he threatens to, to throw Dalton out if he doesn't get something to drink. Um, and I forgot the name of this band, but the band that's playing is actually fairly interesting. Like, they're singers blind and he's playing an electric guitar like a slide guitar, kind of. Um, and I don't know. It, it's a very unconventional look. But yeah. I actually kind of liked the the soundtrack for this one. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that that's an actual band. From yeah. Canada. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. And he's actually blind. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the... Uh, we call it the, the singer though he knows um he knows dalton and so word starts oh no the, the waitress lady i forget her name um but she's like she finds out that he's dalton and word starts to get around that this is the guy this is the cooler that's gonna take everything under control yeah because he never uh, told t- tell me when he's gonna show up he's like i'll just show up when i show up deal yep. with it <laughs> and then um one of the security guys is like yo i heard that dude ripped someone's throat out <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, like, Dalton's a dick. Yeah. Like, like, he's just, like, smug and arrogant when he comes into this place. Like, like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, uh, if, he, he was, if he was gonna be my, my boss, I wouldn't like him. Like, But he's just being mm-hmm. a customer. Yeah, and, but, like, like, even yeah. afterwards. Even, yeah. like, afterwards, like, like, bro, you're, like, you're, like, a, a dick. Because, like, the waitress is, is trying to talk to him. Yeah. He's, he has his back to her, ignoring her. Yep. Like, say, he barely says his name to her. She's like, ask him 10 times for his name, whatever. And it's like, yo, bro, like, be nice. <laughs> Dude, that's how he gets the ladies, Brian. Yeah. He's all, uh, think, like, dark and aloof. Oh, I think he, he's going with the start real harsh and then soften up approach. Um, so, um, now we get this classic setup for a barroom brawl. Um, this guy. He's sitting there with a uh, with this blonde lady at a table, and he's like, mentions this other guy. He's like, "Yo, you like her tits? Twenty dollars, you could kiss him. Ten dollars a titty." <laughs> and then lets the guy get like a free sample where he's groping her, and he's like, he's he's going to town on him. And then um, he's laughing, and the guy's like, "Why are you laughing so much?" And he's like, "I don't have twenty dollars." <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, the price starts. Yeah. And it escalates quick. Real quick. Like, suddenly everyone's fighting. Um, I gotta say, the, um, 
I liked that the uh, the waitress she like kicked that one dude's ass with like the tray and hit him over the head with the beer bottle. Well, yeah, uh, she had all, all the girlfriends in the corner. They're all yep. like, she was watching out for them and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like Terry Funk literally picks a man up and gives him a body slam through a table. Uh, it's just it's brutal. And it's I'm like, like a, as like this is your establishment. Like, why are you yep. breaking your own shit? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I also like the manager staring in the window, like, dude, this is why I brought you here. Please stop this. Like, yeah. <laughs> we just lost five more tables. Come yeah. on. So this town's police force is pretty much it? non-existent. This is an old movie, but like, you would think they would just have a cop here, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't get it. So, um. Now, uh, Dalton, like, he leaves and he goes and he buys a new beat-up car. Uh, smart move, because he knows his car is going to get fucked up. Um, and then he goes and he rents a room at uh, at some barn, some horse barn, um, and for $100 a month. How's that for rent? I mean, granted, it was just kind of a room in the top of a barn. Like, I don't think it even, dude, like, had a door, but still... No. Hundred dollars no a month. Power. Well, had no water. Had no something else. Um, yeah. But like, I wonder if in the longer cut of this movie, if this guy was a uh, was had more of a, a, a part. Because yeah. it sounded like he was he was trying to be like 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 a, a philosopher kind of old guy. Mm-hmm. But he only had like th- like two lines. Then you never hear from him again. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I wonder if in the long cut they had more scenes with him. He he part he's in the background for a lot of scenes towards the end as stuff starts escalating. But he really doesn't do much. Yeah, Brian, uh, it was three and a half hours. They had time for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So now uh, the bad guy of this film, Brad Wesley, comes flying over the farm with a helicopter and he lands in his mansion just across the uh, the pond. Joe, and it, were, were you picturing him him uh, uh, shooting up the, 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 the ranch or whatever? Like, when, like Lethal Weapon 2 style? Yeah, because when I saw it fly over, my, I'm like, who's going to shoot? Who's going to shoot? Yeah. No, I was thinking that might happen later. There might be a, a scene involving someone with, with a machine gun on the helicopter. Um, so then Dalton now, he uh, he takes over the double deuce um, and he immediately fires Terry Funk and the waitress that was dealing drugs. And he's got like his three rules, which um, I was like, expect the unexpected. Uh, I forgot what number two was, but then like number three is just be nice. Yeah, it so, was uh, yeah. take it outside. Take it outside. That's right. Yeah, always take it outside. And yeah, then, one was never underestimate your opponent. Two was take it outside, and three was be nice. And then um, he's like, be nice until it's time to stop being nice. And then and they're like, how? Yeah, it's like I'll tell you when that is. <laughs> So I like this one guy's like, well, what if a guy calls my mom a whore? And he's just like, is she? (laughs) I also like rule number two is mm -hmm. take it outside. Yet from here on out, all the fights are inside. Um, he does. (laughs) I guess he kind of tries. He he incapacitates them and then has them taken outside. Yeah. Um, so. I do like his philosophy, though, with the be nice is one where, like, as a manager, I, I share with my employees. I'm like, they're not mad at you. It's not something personal. They're just mad at some way that they can't have their way at the job. And like, I hate people that, you know, get they let people get under their skin like that, where I'm like, you know, the person when like if customers just like, fuck you, it's not like they're not directing that at you they're just directing that at their anger towards the situation so it's be nice and then you know i tell my employees when it's time not to be nice and we just beat the fuck out of someone and throw them outside <laughs> nice. yeah <laughs> well that's when i ask them to stop being nice and they pull a knife on me that's how that always goes <laughs> so um Jimacall, now the bar's open and like the first bit of trouble we see on opening night is um this guy's like gets his girlfriend dancing up on a table. So Dalton sends one of his uh, his bouncers over to get her down. And the dude who like whose girlfriend's dancing on a table punches this bouncer in the face and pulls a knife on him <laughs> immediately. Like immediately. I don't want to that. Like yeah, I'm trying to objectify my girlfriend here. Would yeah. you let me? I mean, I mean, yeah, it's the '80s. Everyone does have a knife, but like um, <laughs> at the door, they'd be like, "No knives." And like yeah. with, with, a, with a fucking wand and like yeah. shit. 
you think someone here would have a gun. <laughs> like, um, so, uh, Dalton's immediately on that shit, though. He, like, you know, snaps the guy's wrist, takes the knife, Glasses beats him up open. a little bit. Yeah. And then, uh, has him take it out of the, do- out of the, the club. So then, um, this other, uh, bouncer, Steve, is just like, I'm gonna go, uh, take this girl, take her to the back room and pork her on my break. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Dalton ain't having that. He's fired. Um, he was like and, shocked too. He's like, "Put him on break." Yeah, it's <laughs> like, yeah, my break. break. Yeah, <laughs> you're fucking on on top of some fucking beans or some shit. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? On top of yeah, something we have to serve to people. Um, then friggin' uh, the the bartender is skimming money, so um, you know he gets fired, and then um. He goes outside, and his car is uh, all the tires are slashed. He's got a hole in his windshield. It's Earlier, not so well, it shows him buying tires and putting them in his trunk. Yeah, like, why is he doing that? But now you realize that's why he did that. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that. I'm like, I wonder if he just like right before he gets to the bar, he like switches his tires out and puts the good ones in the trunk, and then just <laughs> puts the flat ones on and rolls on in the parking lot. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, call it. now, um, back home, um, you know, he's just reading a book at, uh, you know, looking out the window and across at, uh, Wesley Manor here, clothes are going fly flying as an eighties cocaine party just spills out of the house into the pool. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just a pointless, like, all right, here's a bunch of titties and, you know, people swimming around in a pool. It's the 80s. Um, yeah. Yep, that just happens. So... Then, well, it's um, to show his status. Yeah. Then next day, um, the waitress whose name I cannot remember um, shows up to bring uh, Dalton some um, breakfast. And I know where is Liz, that, if that helps. Liz. Okay. So, um, which doesn't help because that's also uh, Dr. Clay's name. Uh, uh, well, it's is, not is her Elizabeth, actual name in this. But, oh, okay. Uh, her, her name, that's from Gilmore Girls, where I know gotcha. her more from. <laughs> so. Okay. So, um, I haven't watched that, Tony. Yeah. The movie's like, you know, we've been going for about 25 minutes. Let's crack Swayze's ass out and show that to everybody. Um, so yeah, she like gets a look at that and she's just like, so here you find out basically that, um, the bartender was kind of a problem. Like, like, so she's like, you probably shouldn't have fired him and you'll, you'll see it in a little little bit. Yep. You're probably going to get killed. All the scene, the scene is for. Um, and then freaking Brad Wesley is just driving like an asshole, driving down the road, swerving between both lanes, singing along to his radio. Um, I don't think he even notices, um, you know, Dalton driving down the road or just straight up doesn't care and plays chicken with him. Either way, like Dalton has to swerve off the road. This is how how you, what's up, Tom? Just what the fuck is he doing? This this is how he's showing like how crazy he really is. That's all this is, and like, yeah. and that like cops leave him the fuck alone because you can't do that if, if you if you worry yeah. about cops. Uh, he, <laughs> he he thinks his shit doesn't stink. He can yeah. he doesn't yeah. have to obey traffic laws. Um, he literally owns the road. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 what it's saying. Like in that shitty Mustang. Mm-hmm. Um. But it, so but it was it was it was like an eighty an eighty six Mustang. It was it was that that that, that the one that like looks all shitty compared to the rest of the awesome Mustangs. <laughs> yeah. If I remember right, did. Did the Mustang kind of like go away after the eighties and then make a comeback yep. in like the early two thousands yep, because of why. shitty versions of it like this? That Mustang mm-hmm. is why. Yep. Okay. Um. So we go to uh, the auto parts store that's right next to the Double Deuce, and we meet Red. Or uh, we yeah, we meet Red, the owner, and then Brad comes in and is just like, "Time for your protection money." And we see Brad's number one goon, Jimmy. <laughs> and then like Patrick Swayze's like, "Whatever, I gotta go." do some shirtless Tai Chi by the lake. Um, and we cut back to the deuce where we find out um, some of uh, Brad's goons have gone over. I mean, have come over with the bartender to give him his job back and um, find out that Brad owns all the liquor that um, that's sold at the bar. So uh, the bartender's like, I want my job back. And uh, Dalton's like, that's not happening. And so he just draws a knife on him. <laughs> Again, like this has never worked, but he does it anyway. Like, and what he, was he planning to do? Was he gonna kill him? Yeah, like, just what, murder what him right there. 
well, I think he's he practically not... a he's practically a character from Napoleon Dynamite. So he, yeah. I don't think he had a plan. He is pretty close to Uncle Rico. And he gets his ass roundhouse kicked out the window. Um, and I like uh, the the kind of the kind of huskier goon that um, Brad has. The guy that's wearing the trucker hat all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, like he's actually doing pretty well for himself in this scene for a while. Um, and then eventually, though, the double deuces security overwhelms these three and um, sends them out. And uh, his name, um, Dalton's just like, cool. All right. I'm going to the hospital. And uh, this is where we meet his uh, love interest for this movie, Dr. Clay. Um, and sees like he's got all kinds of cuts and bullet wounds and broken bones and all that. He brings his medical records with him when he goes yep. to the hospital. Yeah. And it's like it's like a, a fucking textbook thickness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, um, you know, he, he's about to get some surgical staples. And she's like, let me give you a local anesthetic. And he's like, nah, pain don't hurt. And I'm like, that's that's like actually what pain does. That's yeah. <laughs> that might be the dumbest thing I have ever heard in my life. I don't know. Like he, maybe he's a masochist. I, I, I don't know. Um, but I do like his line where she's like, um, you know, she's asking him, like, how often does he win a fight? And he's like, nobody ever wins a fight. And I'm like, yeah. all right, that's a pretty good outlook. Yeah. Uh, but then we got to cut to Brad's and see uh, we're driving around on a monster truck. For like no reason. I wanted one so bad as a kid. Mm-hmm. Just just because. <laughs> That's fair. I think until I found out that if you gun it too hard in one of those, you can literally just flip the thing over right there. Yep. <laughs> like I was like, oh, I would probably just immediately break that. Um, but yeah, I did have. Uh, I remember one of my friends and I pooled our Legos, and we had this awesome Lego town at his house. And um, we had a whole bunch of different racers. Like one of his tables was like a whole raceway and the monster truck was quite popular. He was not fast, but he was able just to run over the competition. <laughs> so anyway, um, should call it. So now um, Brad just beats the shit out of one of his goons, this O'Connor guy saying he's too weak. He bleeds too much. I'm like, well, stop punching me in the fucking nose. <laughs> I'm saying. Maybe I won't. What? My favorite part about this scene is the fat guy's like, yeah, I'm sorry, boss. And then he's like, yeah, I'm sorry, boss. Like, I believe the fat guy. I don't believe you. So I'm going to yeah. start punching you in the face. And the third guy is just laughing at him. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you get to be that third guy? That's a sweet gig. Don't go. Just don't be yeah, around when the don't. boss is like, I got a job. I need done. Um, and so, like, I, like, I don't understand these, like these movies. I mean, it, it's, it's a weird, like human logic thing, right? We're like the, the the big boss guy is just a person. In this case, yeah. he's an old person. Like mm. this guy should have been able to beat his ass. Yeah. <laughs> like immediately. But he sat there and let him punch the shit out of him. Like he was he's so afraid of what what, what this guy has done to the, done to him in the past or what he might do. He's gonna let himself get, get his ass beat. Like, fuck that. Oh like, yeah. It's yeah. a fragile ass old man. Well, I think the real thing, he knows if he says anything or lifts a hand, Jimmy's going to whip the shit out of him. Whatever. Like, I'm getting beat up anyway. Yeah. You, 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 you're catching these hands. If you if more, if more getting beat up, whatever. You, you're getting hit back. Maybe. Oh, I agree. Maybe, maybe um, Brad just doesn't really hit that hard. So, <laughs> so he's just like, all right, I'll just, you know, pretend to take it for a while. Uh, that but he still got punched in the nose, though, so he still was bleeding. So anyway, um... So Jimmy and uh, one of his goons trash Red's um, auto parts store. And then, uh, like, Dalton goes in there to talk to uh, Red. And Red's like, uh, well, Brad comes and takes 10% of our earnings, all legal-like. And I'm like, how does that work, all legal-like? Like, I mean, just, just the cops just don't come? Like, I don't know. Like, no, Red's on. Just, I think the idea is he's like, you know, Hey, can you donate to the you know yeah. to the city or whatever, and gets them to do it through legal means, but it's ultimately going through him, and he's forcing them to do yeah. it. So Dalton's like, like, all like right, a, um, like like a homeowner association, yeah, you know? like one with yeah. like houses, so, and not condos. some advanced racketeering. Yeah. All right, so um, Dalton's like, hold on, I gotta go call up Sam Elliott because why not? And um, Sam Elliott is currently overseeing bar, um, overseeing a bar that is having a wet g-string contest. 
Because <laughs> there's no uh, shirt. Yep. <laughs> and there's there's a whole bunch of army guys, and I do like they all have little like water gun Uzis. And one <laughs> yeah. guy tries to rush the stage, and um, Sam Elliott pulls him back down and asks him nicely to to not do that. Which this guy complies, and then he gets hosed down by all his buddies because he was too hot. <laughs> uh, so then uh, it cuts back to back at the Deuce. Um, suddenly Liz, the waitress is, um, singing with the band. Uh, Denise comes over to, uh, to Dalton and is just like, um, you know, we could go fuck. But she yeah. says it. Yeah. Like, just like, she says it just that. like that. And Jimmy's like, nope, grabbing you. And I'm deploying my goons to go in the deuce. Um, and now I'm sorry, go ahead, Tony. Well, just it's a, somewhere around here. We figure out, I think maybe just cause Jimmy pulls her out or whatever, but, mm-hmm. uh, she is uh what's his name's girl um brad's yeah she, yeah she was at that party um that that Dalton was, was watching like she was yeah. at it. but i for real like thought that was his daughter for like half this movie mm. <laughs> she's just she is less than half his age it's yep. fucking weird so um true call so now these goons come in and one of them has a knife shoe it's <laughs> knife shoe. It's a, but it's a good Dalton's plan. so good. He saw yeah. it as soon as he walked in the door. Mm-hmm. He, he told told his buddy like like his right shoe. Uh, Dalton can can sense a a knife shoe coming. You can't sneak that up on him. I mean, um, he said enough knives pulled on him. Where he... <laughs> yeah. So this guy tries to like kick him with knife shoe and like just gets his ankle broken. And secu- yep. He gets brought outside. Yep. Dragged outside, get brought outside by his broken ankle. Yeah. And then the security just beats the shit out of um out of these other goons. And I do like the uh you know, it's the end of the song, like the guitar whales in unison, and at each time there's one of them, one of the security guys punches one of these goons in the face. <laughs> um and then Dr. Uh, Dr. Clay here from the hospital shows up to, you know, go meet Dalton. And she is wearing a picnic table cloth as a dress. <laughs> For real, it's so... <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's that's just straight up a picnic table cloth. Um, I really, like, all she was missing was to be chewing on some, a piece of straw. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... Um, so she goes to the diner with, uh, with, um, Dalton here and, you know, they, they, they have a little bit of a conversation and then they come back to, uh, Dalton's car, which now has a stop sign thrown through it. Um, <laughs> it's a good way to which, send a message. Yeah. Also, that means there's some intersection somewhere where there's going to be an accident because the stop sign's missing. And, <laughs> um, friggin' the, uh, you know, he gets, he gets a smooch with her, um, and then uh, his, he just goes goes off to back to his place, and um, the uh, goons um, goons show up right at Dalton's place, grab him, and take him to meet Brad. And Brad, uh, as he's going into Dalton's big ass house, sees that Denise is there working out, and she's been beat up. Yeah, mm. she's a big old shiner. Yeah. So someone's a scumbag here. Yeah. Uh, I like. Like in this scene, like um, uh, uh, Brad's basically like 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 showing how big his balls are. He's like, yep. like I'm gonna eat and not look at you the whole time I'm talking to you, and you sit across across the room, <laughs> like, and I'm gonna I'm gonna basically offer you, I'm gonna offer you some money to work for work for me in a bar that I haven't opened up yet, just to get you mm-hmm. to fuck you know oh, fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah, I will open a bar just to get you a job to get you off my ass. Yeah, Dalton is not having that. Um, so then. Um, we, uh, he goes back to the double deuce and, uh, it's like straight up a different bar. Like it does look like the, um, the place from, uh, saved by the bell. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's Keith, all 80s out now. It's all like yep. neons and shit like that. It's fancy. Uh, Keith David's the bartender. Um, that's about, I think his only line there is I think he, um, he tells, uh, what's his name that the whiskey's running out. He tells Tillman. That they're running out of whiskey. So then, um, what's his name? Uh, Dalton's like, I got it. I know a guy that'll get him some booze. And, and also, then, uh, what's all that? the bouncers? All the bouncers now are wearing red shirts and khakis, yep. like they work at Target or something. Poor yeah. choice. They're the red shirts. You gotta have a uniform. None of them die though. Um, I think they all make it through the movie. Um, then should call it. Uh, Doctor Clay comes back and um, what should call it? picks up Dalton to go on another date. Um, and then 
you know, Jimmy the goon sees it and, uh, you know, Dalton, uh, takes Dr. Clay back to the room and, uh, just straight up, um, well, he chases her around the room while having a conversation with her for a little while, which was a little weird, but yeah. then he, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a weird love scene in, in general. Um, as like, it's, it was just weird to watch. He gets her up against the wall. They yeah. have a little thing going here. Then, so like, uh, mm. like you find out in a little bit. Um, I guess Brad, uh, the the bad guy, and her were a thing. Yep. And so this is all now. Dalton's pulling more problems into himself mm. because uh, he's messing with the bad guy's girl. He's mess. He's messing with with, with the bad guy's money. Yeah. Uh, so he's in some trouble now. But to be fair, apparently Brad has had his fingers in everything and everyone in this town so like there's nothing he could do where he wouldn't be involved well yeah, yeah. because brad owns everything like like that's that's yeah that's his ego is like I, everything is mine like yeah. in the road <laughs> yeah so um you know after the, they're done getting it on um she wakes up and he's just you know chilling naked out on um on the balcony so she goes out and talks to him some more. She's like, you should stay here. He's like, I don't think I'm gonna. She's like, all right, well, I tried. I guess let's do it again. And like she mounts on, on top of him. And then you see from far away, freaking Wesley's just sitting there in his rocking chair, rocking back and forth, watching this rooftop sex. And um, then he just dispatches his goons again to go beat up this new shipment of uh, alcohol being delivered to the double deuce, which apparently... This mm-hmm. time, uh, 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 that, that the bouncer got fired is with them. Yep, he's joined forces with them. They brought their Ooh. best, um, Terry Funk, and uh, what they were not counting on though was Sam Elliott showing up. And Sam Elliott and Patrick Swayze in 1989 is a team you do not want to fuck with. <laughs> yeah, uh, he um he dick punches that giant goon so hard it's like a Johnny Cage like. He he doesn't do the split, but other than that, it's just a full like haymaker to the crotch, and that guy's done. And then they just beat the tar out of the rest of these goons. <laughs> um, and so like this is Wade Garrett, uh, played by Sam Elliott's introduction, and um, he's like, "Cool, get your girl. I'm gonna third wheel on a date with you, and um, you know we'll uh, just waste time for this movie for a while." <laughs> Like for real, a lot of this stuff yeah. could have been like condensed down so easily. Like, yeah, because like you could have set most of these st- stages in like two scenes or three scenes versus having a scene for each individual one. You know, like, but whatever. This movie mm-hmm. does do a, a lot of nothing because it's two movies um, in one, really. Because yeah. the last half of the movie is totally different from the front half. Indeed. Um, so, um, you know, you go back to the deuce, and uh, you know when they uh, they get back there after uh, the date with um, Dr. Clay and um, Red's hardware store is on fire. And so uh, that's ruined. And then Wesley's inside the deuce and he's like, Oh, you know, I'll get me a Jack Daniels. I'll get the firefighters in here. I want to buy him a drink for risking their lives to, you know, put out that piece of shit. Red's heart uh, hardware store. You know what? I want my woman to dance. So he sends Denise up on stage to basically do a striptease, um, which, you know, against the double deuce rules, it's a, it's a family establishment now. Yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> it's now like, turned into a TGI Friday. Like, no, no, she sucks for this one because she's up there. She's doing a little, little, little dance, yep. you know, whatever, whatever. And when Dalton finally gets, gets her off stage, she kisses him like yep. right in front of fucking. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, no, she done did it now. Like, <laughs> just make it all kinds of trouble. And then Jimmy's just like, I got a pool stick. Who wants to fight me? <laughs> Patrick Swayze's like, all right, um, red shirts, go get your ass whooped, I guess. They sure do. <laughs> yeah. He beats the fuck out of them. Uh, and then just a big fracas um, erupts. And Keith David runs away. And I think that's the last you see of him in the film. Yeah. And like, I'm like, come on. You know, we can't we can't have Keith David beat up one person. Nope. You know, no one gets run the length of the bar in this film. And like, could we have Keith David do that to someone? Maybe. Yeah, come on. Yeah. So at least break a bottle over somebody's head. Yeah. We get a cool fight um, between uh, Sam Elliott, um, I guess Wade and um, uh, Jimmy. And then um, you know Jimmy keeps kicking the crap out of Sam's bad leg. And then Dalton comes in for the rescue. But Wesley pulls out a gun and he's like, "All right, this is over. Let's go." 
Um, and what you call it? Uh, the forgot where I was going with that. Oh, but basically, <laughs> like, so he's the first person in this movie who's produced a firearm, and it makes me wonder to this point, like, why is there not like just in case a shotgun under the bar? Since everybody in this town has a knife and pulls it for no reason. I, That's a good I point. Like, I feel like from the movie, yep. the minute they bring a gun, it escalates to they need something bigger than, than yeah. the gun next time. That's and true. The so, next, yeah, they'll come back with a gun. Yeah, so like the thing for the movie, they want to keep it at knives for as long as possible. Yeah. Um, um, so uh, we cut now to over at Red's house. Uh, Red's basically packing up and he's like, I'm not going to fight back against Brad. What are we going to do? All the other like business owners are, are there and they're like, well, I mean, we should do something, but um, I don't want to be the one to do it. Yeah. Red calls him right the fuck out. He's yeah. like, he's like, he's like, okay, call, call your friend the FBI. Are you going to testify? Mm-hmm. I fucking thought not. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> y'all, y'all watch him do shit for 20 years watching him fuck this town up and none yeah. of y'all did shit fuck y'all i'm out yeah because this is straight up when it just becomes walking tall yeah, yeah. and then one of them the, the, the dude who owns, owns the car dealership he's yeah. like he's like you got insurance right <sighs> yeah well, he, he didn't laugh but basically he fucking was laughing basically mm-hmm. uh fucking fast forward yeah. next scene his dealership's getting fucked up and Red's like, you got insurance, don't you? So, yeah, motherfucker, that's what you get. Theoretically, I, I guess one of these guys told Brad that this meeting happened, but you don't ever see that, so you just, like, it just appears that Brad's like, today I'm going to go drive a monster truck through your dealership, just because I can. <laughs> like, again, like, like, no police show up for the nope. entire movie. Like, nope. the, movie's the, the rest of the town long. does. Huh? The rest of the town does. Yeah, they show up to watch this monster truck. This movie's like like two hours long, right? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the last thirty seconds of the movie. Yeah, there's up. a cop. The mm-hmm. only reason why cops show up in the movie is because it happens at Brad's house. That's where the money is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So now, um, Dalton's like, I'm mad. I don't know what to do. I'm gonna go home and train for a while. And um, you call it? That's when uh, Wade shows up and tries to like talk him down and Wade's like, dude, let's just get the fuck out of here. This isn't a good night. Good place to be. Wade was smart. Yeah. Yep. Um, Dalton's like, Nope, can't do that. So I had sex with her. I can't leave. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, whatchamacallit, um, Dr. Clay shows up basically to try to do the same thing. Um, because, uh, Brad told her like, look, you got to get this guy out of here or I'm going to get him out of here. Um, and so uh, she she makes an appeal to him as well, but that drama is interrupted because um, the the guy who he's renting the room from, I think his name's Emmett. Um, yes, his house explodes. And Dawn <laughs> yep. runs in there and fucking fireman carries him out, and uh, he's like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "I'd be better if you were off of me." Like I I just want to want to point out mm-hmm. that this guy was in the place while it, when it blew up, right? Yeah. So it was attempted murder. Just keep yes. that in mind. Yes. Yeah. Um, and freaking Jimmy is totally like villaining out, like riding away from the place, maniacally laughing. Um, but he it's the eighties. You're not riding away from shit. You're getting a flying A team tackle from Patrick Swayze <laughs> right off the motorcycle. Um I, and this I is, like this fight. This is a good fight. Yeah. It's back and forth. You know, one has the upper hand for a little mm-hmm. bit, the other one does for a little bit. It's it's a nice it's a good fight. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a mix of, you know, you got some martial arts, you got some straight up brawling um, and has a pretty like legendary finish that even though I had never seen this fight before, I knew how this was going to go down. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> fucking the, the uh, um, Dalton finally gets the upper hand in this fight and Jimmy being a bad guy pulls a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dalton's like, fuck that shit. I, I know whatever he kicks it, kicks it away yeah. or whatever. Grabs the dude by his fucking throat, but by, by, by his leg, whatever, and he rips his fucking throat out. <laughs> yep, <laughs> like, straight up, right there. Like you heard about it, about it before. Yeah. Like and you're like, that's not real. That didn't fucking happen. And motherfucker does it. Pulls <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> damn trachea out. And Doc Doc had to run up and saw when when Jimmy uh, uh had pulled the gun, and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so she runs to Jimmy's body floating in the water. To see if he's okay and his throat ripped out. Yeah. And then she gets mad at Dalton. I'm yeah. like, this dude just tried to kill 
just tried to kill me and blew up someone in the house a minute ago. We were not safe. Like I, that was self fucking defense. Yeah. Like we were not safe. This guy is a murderer. Now he's that. Not. <laughs> well, that's kind of true, but like he also he gets that gun away from him, and he has a good like moment or two when he's prepping that tiger claw before he rips his throat out. Mm-hmm. Like you could have just punched him in the face, knocked him out, and been done with mm-hmm. it. Nah, that was instant. Cause like, cause um, <laughs> uh, uh, Wade had had just said to him, he was like, "You got a guy coming at you with a gun. It's either." He kills you or you kill him. Mm-hmm. And so that was in his mind. He was like, wow. And apparently that's not the first time he's ripped a throat out. Like, yeah, there, nope. there was a guy in Tennessee where it was self-defense, apparently. So um, this next line that, um, you know, uh, Dalton like climbs into the lake and like throws um, Jimmy's body in there. This next line is not the. It's not a good written line by any means, but the delivery where he's just like, Wesley, fuck you. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> just cuts to the next day. <laughs> Although I, I also like he wades into the water with Jimmy's body. Like, I'm yep. going to return this. Oh, yeah. He sends Whoa. it floating over. So the next day he just shows up to work. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brian. No, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, not a you're next. Not a I'm coming for you. Yeah. Not a, but it's just fuck you. <laughs> he didn't know what else he really had to, to say to him. So it's like, fuck me, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> so the next day, he just walks into work like la la la, and um, gets a phone call at the bar saying that you know who's who's gonna die, either uh, Doc or Wade. And he's like, I'll flip a coin, and he's like, Oh, yeah, too bad you don't get to know. So um, Wade limps out, and he was just beaten up. So, um, Schmuckall Dalton's like, okay, well then it's gotta be the doctor. So he goes over to the hospital and she's basically like, fuck you, get away from me. She's, she's like, I'm not going him. anywhere. Yeah. I'm like, he just saved your life because Jim was coming for you next. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cause you two witnessed it. Um, so, um, Schmuckall, he goes back to the bar and now Wade is, is killed. He's dead on the bar and he's got a knife in his back and it says it was tails. And um, Dalton's like, Dalton, oh, he makes I'm, a face. He makes I'm going to get face. my revenge on Tails and Sonic and Knuckles and the whole group. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, oh, man. So he he makes such a face when he pulls the knife out. And oh. then he's like, it's time to go get some revenge. I guess it's this kind of movie now. It um, just changes. The whole movie just yeah, changes. Yeah, this is no longer about the double deuce. This is just, you know... Like um, you know, a standard like super villain up against the the wrong guy. This is so, what I wish Jurassic Park Three was with Grant. I wish Grant <laughs> just lost his mind. <laughs> All right, so the Mercedes comes tearing in here, and um, you know, uh, Wesley's smart. He's got his goons ready with guns and whatnot. They're like, look, this motherfucker. Once he finds out Wade's dead, is just gonna come and try to kill us. So um, the car's tearing ass in there and they shoot it up. Uh, the former bartender is um, using a technique I would like to call hump shot as he's just thrusting <laughs> his crotch forward as he's firing a shotgun. <laughs> oh, I, was, I just noticed that. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Um, and the car explodes because, of course, it does. Right. Um, a- after it goes off a sweet jump and spins in the air. Hmm. Fucking 1989. What else is it going to do? Um so when it finally comes to a stop, they see that uh, the knife is uh, it's whole, it's jammed between the brake pedal and the gas pedal. Um, so, uh, you know, Dalton's somewhere here. So freaking Terry Funk and O'Connor, they don't even get on screen deaths. They just get oh. murdered somehow by Dalton. Yeah. And then, um, I'm yeah, just this- like, I'm like, how did he get to the house? Cause that Mercedes was really far away when it when it was yeah. driving, like like really far away. Yeah, because even if he was running, he'd still that's a lot of ground to cover. Yeah, there was like open fields between like <laughs> the road and, and, and the house. He now, finally stole a horse. Oh, okay. I remembered this movie differently, where I could have sworn that this scene happened, but I thought. After the the Mercedes gets shot up, he came in on the monster truck and ran them over, which would have been really cool. But unfortunately, that's not what actually happened. So now this um, one goon friggin um, like walks around with a shotgun, confuses um, Dalton for a potted plant and then just gets his ass whooped. 
pulls a knife on him and of course, you know, gets immediately stabbed by the knife. And then the bartender's up on a balcony, tries to shoot Swayze, and so Dalton throws the knife at him. And I like that that movie logic of even though that guy is shooting, the fact that he got hit by the knife immediately cancels out his entire attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so now it's just up to um the uh the rather the rather large goon um who chases Dalton into the trophy room and gets crushed by a polar bear. Now, like <laughs> this bothers the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. So like he's trying to find Dalton's room. Yeah. He's looking around and all of a sudden the giant polar bear starts moving. Yep. And he starts shooting at it. He's yeah. screaming, ah, ah. I'm like, just fucking move. It's like the guy in Austin Powers with the steamroller. Yeah, like, just <laughs> fucking move. Like, well, he also, he seems to be under the impression that the polar bear came back to life. Maybe that's it. <laughs> but even then, fucking move. Man's been hit in the head a lot, this movie. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> right, so now Wesley comes in there like, all my goons are dead, but I got this. I'm just going to walk down there and, you know, talk it out. Um, and... He does actually manage to nick Dalton uh, with a gunshot, and um, Dalton, you know, delivers a whole bunch of roundhouse kicks, though. And then uh, he decides he's going to throw some spears back at Dalton, and it the fight's more back and forth than it really had any business being. For real, like uh, Joe, this yeah. would have been funny if, if, like, if you find out like his his goons had been just like tanking shots from him to, yeah. you know, to, to, to make him feel better. And he goes, and Dawn's like, what the fuck was that? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't even affect him. Yeah, that that uh, was why he, he had to have the gun. <laughs> so Dalton's going for the throat rip. Decides not to. He, you know, he calms down. And, of course, Doc sees this, and um, it's like, oh, okay. He's cool now. But he freaking yeah. let you know, leaves the gun there, so Wesley immediately grabs the gun and is gonna shoot him, when suddenly, like, all the town's business owners are there and they just shotgun the shit out of him. Like, for a while. Like, almost a RoboCop-level shotgunning. Like, like, yeah. You know, you know that, 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 uh, that, that, that vine out there? It's like the old, it's like an old time movie where guys get mm-hmm. shot. He's like, ooh! Yeah! But it's like that. Like, he gets shot, like, seven times. <laughs> Yeah, like, you'd be down after the first one. It would knock you off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he got shot, like, five or six times. With shotguns. With shotguns. Including a double barrel. Um, (laughs) But also, like, none of them, again, it's not like, okay, you're defeated. We got, you know, the gun away from you. Let's call the cops. Like, nope, let's just keep shooting. Everybody gets a turn. So I I wish Dalton would have been like, that's why I killed Jimmy. (laughs) so um now the the sheriff shows up he's like oh damn i better do my job (laughs) and like you know they they got rid of the shotguns and the the one goon that had the polar bear on him threw his pistol away um so the sheriff's just like all right what happened and everyone's like "Ah, i didn't see anything (laughs) that's it and like (laughs) (laughs) yeah the um big goon who suddenly realizes he's like the only bad guy left he's just like Oh, um, a polar bear fell on me. I didn't see anything. <laughs> um, I don't want to get shot. Yeah. So just cue a guitar solo and it cuts to um, Patrick Swayze jumping in a, in a lake naked and had skinny dipping with, uh, with Doc. And, um, you know, he, like he makes out with her that it cuts to the band, you know, kicking ass on stage and roll credits. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> yep. Roadhouse. <laughs> all right we're, we're back everyone um tony what did uh, uh the critics have to say about this movie all right so rottentomatoes.com critics gave this a score of 39 percent audience gave this a score of 66 percent that's, that's how i opinions. thought that i was gonna go yeah. yeah so what about you and yours joe oh man so this sometimes you know something's awesome but you can't like you can't explain to somebody why it's awesome. Like you're like, if I tell you about this, you're going to sound be like, this sounds like crap, but it's awesome. Anyway, it's, it's like explaining Ric Flair to somebody. It's like, it's, fucking, it's just Ric Flair. He's awesome. Like you can't. <laughs> um, so, so like, I liked it. I had a good time. The movie has, it's got a soul and a, like um, an attitude to it. 
that granted I would never want to live in the world of this movie, but it's like that it's like that quintessential like eighties tastic like badass world. Um and you know, it was a it was just a cool fun time in it, you know. Uh Patrick Swayze roundhouse kicking people never really got old. Um and like while the movie was a little bit on the long side and had a lot of kind of fat on it that could have been trimmed, um, in the end it still went by fairly quick. And um it's just it's just kind of a kind of a wild ride. I don't know. I I liked it, but I can't really I can't say there's really that many good things about it though, because objectively, like, there's no good performances. The plot is just you're like, what's going on here? Um, there's overuse of tits and ass and like, you know, egregious violence, but somehow it works. It's one of those movies that like, if you made this movie today, it would be terrible. Um, yeah. Like it just, it, it was just a staple of 1989, like an encapsulation of that time. And, um, so I would definitely recommend it, but, um, I would say like, I wouldn't, I really wouldn't want to see another movie like this, I guess. There was a sequel, believe it or not. There was. Was Swayze yeah. involved? Oh, God, no. Okay. Uh, I'm not even sure he was still alive when it was made. Like uh, It was it was recent, and okay. I'm sure it was terrible. I, I think I may have seen it. I can't quite remember, but I, I, I do recall seeing it. I may have seen it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So no, but, I, want, uh, I want the, the Canadian version of this movie where they're at the double moose, and when he's like, <laughs> be nice, and the guy's just like, hey, can you stop, like, having your girl dance on the table and he's just like, Oh, okay. And then they stop. (laughs) (laughs) Like he just asks the bad guy to stop, like taking 10% of the town's money and there. He's like, Oh yeah, I, I, bro, I didn't know it was bothering you that much. And that's, that's it. (laughs) What is it? You got a problem with that? eh? I'm like, I kind of do. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I didn't realize. Basically it. All right, so Brian, um, Joe pretty much said everything. Like this, like this movie is like not good. Like don't like the script is is like the lines are kind of whatever. There's a couple, you know, you know, cool moments here and there as far as like the line goes, whatever. The uh, the bad guy, you hate him. Like he makes you hate him just because how dumb he is. But like it really is his eighties. Like it, it's it's. I'll watch this whenever it comes on TV. It's a good background background uh, movie because like whenever you look up. Some dumb shit's happening, and then like someone's getting kicked in the face, or knife's getting pulled. Um, but you don't have to pay too much attention to it. Uh, but like, yeah, it, it just I like, get amped up when it comes on. Like at the end, I'm I'm kicking kicking shit in the house, whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know why I can't explain it, but like you just get amped up, even though like uh, Swayze's kicks are like they're like pirouettes and shit like that, it's fucking dancing. <laughs> but whatever, like it doesn't fucking matter. Like. <laughs> But um, but yeah, I'd, I'd say something that, that at least you have to watch at least once. At least like like get get the feel of what what like the '80s the '80s was, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I couldn't see someone someone uh, redoing this now, um, unless it was a parody of this. I might watch that. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't uh, watch this again. Watch this uh, uh, watch a remake of this. But I would watch this movie anytime I see it on TV. I'll watch it again and again and again. Um, but yeah, that's me. Yeah, uh, the same basic thing. It's I'm gonna lean on the recommend, but it's hard to actually say that because, like you said, it, it's rather problematic. Uh, it's very misogynistic. The acting is not good, and so on. Like it's got its issues, but like especially if you grew up with it, you're probably gonna like it. Uh, it has a cult following for a reason. Uh, and yeah, like Brian said as well, it's, you know, it's a good like hangover movie or something, something to throw on in the background. You don't have to pay a whole lot of attention to it. Pretty much anytime you come back, somebody's getting kicked in the face. So yeah, it'll get you amped up for a fight. Uh, so yeah, I guess we will side on. We are recommending Roadhouse. Like the, um, the, the, the critics versus audience scores are about right. Cause as a movie, it's kind of trash, but like, but like, Overall, uh, like like the enjoyment of watching it is like uh, like like a, a solid a solid C. I mean, like for me, it's it's, it's, it's like a B. But like I can see the solid, you know, the C minus, uh, B plus, whatever. For as far as like for, for regular normal people, I'm not normal. I love this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not a movie you really sit down to watch to like um, you know appreciate the art. 
Right. Um, this is one that you watch and you do something else and like you said, look up every once in a while when like a guitar solo starts and Swayze starts throwing kicks. Yeah. Alright, so what else we got for the people, Brian? So we're all still locked up in our houses. We're also on our on our quarantine. Um, and so we're gonna keep trying to put out some some, some movies for you, some extra content um, for as long as this, this goes on for. Um, it might might get all all five of us. Today you only got three of us, but you'll you'll get the get the bunch a bunch of us for most of the time. Um, but yes, this is our episode. Uh, if you have any feedback or comments, you know please hit us hit us up on Facebook at four four a.m. podcast, Twitter. 4 a.m. podcast, Instagram at the 4 a.m. podcast. Um, you can email us at the 4 a.m. podcast at, at gmail.com. Please go to our website, like us wherever you wherever you listen to it, like, subscribe. It helps us get our, 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 our viewership up. Um, our website is 4 a.m. podcast.podbean.com. All our old episodes are there. Um, you can even leave, leave comments up there. Um, you see some of our some pictures we, we put up there as well. Um, but yeah, you know, we want to hear from you. And if, if you hear from us, if we hear if we hear from you, you might get rid of on the air. Um, be a Patreon. Hit us up at uh, Patreon at 4am Podcast as well. Um, help us support our snacks and uh, our buying movies and all that kind of stuff. You know, help us out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, that's gonna be it from us. Are you guys got anything else? I think we're good here. Yeah. All right. So 4am Podcast signing out. Deuces. Adios. Good night, everybody. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Roadhouse.